my beloved brothers and sisters in the faith. First of all, praise us be to our loving Abba, Yahuwah Almighty, for gathering each and every one of us as we assemble in the name, the precious name of Yahusha HaMashiach. We declare praise and honor to our loving Father, not only for creating us, but also for assembling us together. And we now belong to him as his sons and daughters in these last days. We know that the end of the year is at hand, and customarily what we do is reflect upon our life. Now we know this year 2020 has been a challenging one for everyone, for all people throughout the world. Nevertheless, despite the adversities, afflictions we all went through together, we should and we must, and our heart even compels us to continue to thank and to honor Yahuwah our God. The truth is the best way to close this year 2020 and to prepare for the year 2021 is to honor and to remember Yahuwah God, our creator. And so before the end of this year, what is it that we, the people of God, must do? Let's begin our studies in the book of Psalms 103, 1 to 5. Let all that I am Praise Yahuwah with my whole heart. I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise Yahuwah. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. What must we do? Now that the end of the year 2020, which has been a challenging one for all of us, what must we do now that the end of the year is about to is, is at hand? Bible says we need to remember the good things that he has done for each and every one of us. We know many things happened this year 2020. Good things, bad things. Despite the adversity, the affliction many of us face, it is but right that we focus on the good things, the blessings of Yahuwah, our God. Why would it be good for all of us, now that we prepare for the year that is to come, to focus on the good things that Yahuwah God has provided each and every one of us? Because the more we remember the blessings of God in the past, the more confident we become when we face adversities in the future. This is why it's good for our faith. It's good for our confidence that we always remember God's blessings in our life. Well, what are examples of God's blessings and the good things that he has given us? Bible says he forgives all our sins. If God did not forgive our sins, we would not be here today. What else has God done for us this year, 2020? He has healed us of our diseases. This is why we have very good reasons to be thankful to God. But above all, what should we be thankful to God for this year, 2020? The Bible says he has crowned us with love and tender mercies. We experience the love and mercy of God day by day. And how did God express and manifest his love and tender mercy to each and every one of us this year, 2020? God called us 
to belong to the one sheepfold bearing the name Assembly of Yahusha. And he reaffirmed to us that we are his sons and daughters. He crowned us with love and tender mercies. And so we will not let this year end without declaring praise to Yahuwah God. But how must we praise Yahuwah God? The Bible says, let all that I am with my whole heart, I will praise Yahuwah God. This is why we offered to Yahuwah God today offerings of praise from our lips. We praise him with prayer. We praise him with songs, beautiful songs by which we honor Yahuwah and his name. But is that all? How also can we acknowledge and thank the living God for his blessings and goodness in our life? Let's read Chronicles 29, 9, 14, and 17. The people rejoiced over the offerings, for they had given freely and wholeheartedly to Yahuwah. And King David was filled with joy. But who am I and who are my people that we could give anything to you? Everything we have has come from you. And we give you only what you first gave us. I know, my God, that you examine our hearts and rejoice when you find integrity there. You know I have done all this with good motives. And I have watched your people offer their gifts willingly and joyously. How else can we acknowledge the blessings, the good things of Yahuwah God, so that he is honored by each and every one of us today? We also do that by bringing act, sacrifice of offerings, our voluntary contributions that we have presented to him today. And whenever we give our voluntary contributions, our offerings to Yahuwah God. What does Yahuwah God do? The Bible says that he will test, he will examine our hearts, and he rejoices when he finds integrity deep inside our heart. Because of this, what must we always do before we present our offerings to him? We need to make sure when we give offerings to him, we give willingly and joyously. God loves a cheerful giver. And this is our attitude. This is how we do things inside the assembly of Yahusha. No one is coerced. We give freely and willingly based upon our love for Yahuwah God. This is what we did today to honor Yahuwah Abba. However, does it mean we're trying to repay God for what he has blessed us with in this year 2020? Absolutely not. What then is the purpose and meaning of the giving of offerings, our voluntary contributions to him? It is to acknowledge that everything we have comes from who? Our almighty God. You see, there's nothing we have that did not come from God. Our life, our mind, our strength, everything we have, even the universe comes from God. So the truth is, we really cannot give anything to God because everything belongs to him. But by giving offering, we acknowledge the biblical truth that Yahuwah God, owns it all, that he is the one from whom all things proceed. This is why we give joyously, we give willfully, 
And when we present also the sacrifice of our lips, praising him with beautiful songs, what do we give to Yahuwah God? The book of Psalms 50 verse 23. But giving thanks is a sacrifice that truly, truly honors me. If you keep to my path, I will reveal to you the salvation of God. When we present offerings to Abba, when we sing praises to him, when we give the sacrifice of thanks to him, when we remember him for all that he has done for us, what does it do to our loving Abba? The Bible says we truly, we truly honor our almighty God. This is why the true followers of Yahushua, they have a spirit of gratitude. We never take for granted the blessings of our God. We thank God. We acknowledge God for all the good things that he has given to us because this truly honors him. However, if we truly want to honor our loving Abba, if we want to take it to a higher level, how can we do that? Let's read the book of Job, chapter 2, 4 down to 10. Satan replied to Yahuwah, skin for skin. A man will give up everything he has to save his life, but reach out and take away his health, and he will surely curse you to your face. All right, do with him as you please, Yahuwah said to Satan, but spare his life. So Satan left Yahuwah's presence and he struck Job with terrible boils from head to foot. Job scraped his skin with a piece of broken pottery as he sat among the ashes. His wife said to him, are you still trying to maintain your integrity? Curse God and die. But Job replied, you talk like a foolish woman. Should we accept only good things from the hand of God and never anything bad? So in all this, Job said nothing wrong. We know that whenever we praise Yahuwah God for his blessings, we honor him. But when can we honor him even more? You know, what we read is about the life story of Job. How many here are familiar with the life story of Job? We know all about him, right? Who was Job? He was a servant of our loving Yahuwah. And Yahuwah loved him and blessed him. In so many ways. This is why Job was a wealthy person. He had people working for him. He had servants. He had many livestock. He was a wealthy man. The wealthiest man in the east. According to the holy scriptures. And so he was blessed by God. With material prosperity. Not only that. He was blessed with a wonderful and loving family. How many children did he have? He had ten. Children. Beautiful and healthy children. He had a good relationship with Yahuwah God. He was a worshiper of Abba. And so when we look at the life of Job, we say to ourselves, that's the life I want, right? A life of prosperity and health and happiness and joy, worshiping Yahuwah God. We wish the story of Job was just that, but that's not the end of the story of Job. The truth is, if that was the story of Job, we probably will not be reading about Job. Right? What happened to Job? One day, Yahuwah decided for Job, he permitted him to be tested by Satan himself, to be stricken 
by Satan himself. Why? To prove what was in the heart of Job. And so what happened to Job? Job lost everything. One day he lost all his livestock. Then he lost all his servants. And then he lost all 10 of his children. We know many things are happening right now in 2020. There are people who lost their jobs, people who lost loved ones, but nothing can compare to what happened to Job. Swiftly, he lost it all. However, his test was not yet finished. What did Satan ask from God? He said, if, you, if he will be stricken with sickness, he will curse you to his face. And so Yahuwah God says, okay, just don't kill him. Spare his life. And so what happened to Job? His head all the way down to his foot was struck with terrible boils. And so even his health was afflicted. In fact, it was painful just to breathe, just to live. And so when we look at the life of Job, indeed, he was stricken with much adversity. And so what does his wife say to him? Why don't you just curse God and die? But look at the reply of Job. What did Job say to his wife? He said, should we accept only good things from the hand of God and never anything bad? Job did not curse God at all. Instead, he praised loving Yahuwah Abba. This is why he is different. You see, anyone can praise God when God gives him good things. But person who is able to praise God and thank God, even in times of adversity, that person's different. That person's special to God. Because not every day does God find a person like that. Job was like that. This is why Yahuwah God honored Job. He had his own book in the Holy Bible. And so, yes, we are able to honor God when we thank him for all his blessings. But if we're able to praise him and thank him despite adversity and affliction in life, we take it to a different level. Can we do that? Can we praise God even when we go through testings in our life? Well, who is the servant of God who will be able to praise him and honor him despite what is happening in his life? Let's read what it says in the book of Psalms 37, 4 to 5. Seek your happiness in Yahuwah and he will give you your heart's desire. Give yourself to Yahuwah. Trust in him and he will help you. Who among the servants of Yahuwah will be able to praise him, thank him, even amidst hardship and great adversity in life. It is the servant who has given himself, has given herself to Yahuwah, our God. You see, we gave offerings today, did we not? It's good. We gave the fruit of our lips as praise to God. We gave songs to God. That's good. However, what God truly wants is when we give ourselves to him. This is what God wants from his people. This is how we can truly praise and honor him. But how can we recognize a servant of Yahuwah 
who gives himself, who gives herself completely to God. The Bible says they seek their happiness in Yahuwah. In other words, what matters the most to them are not the possessions that they have. What matters the most to them is their fellowship with Abba, that they are with God. And so their core, at their core, what makes them filled with joy, what makes them filled with happiness is because they are with Yahuwah our God. They have given themselves to God. You know, if we live our life like that, that is the best way to live. But the question is, what does that mean? How can we give ourselves to Yahuwah God so that we can say we seek our happiness in Yahuwah? Let's read the book of Micah, chapter 6, 6 and 8. What can we bring to Yahuwah? What kind of offerings should we give him? Should we bow before God with offerings of yearling calves? No, oh people. Yahuwah has told you what is good, and this is what he requires of you, to do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk, to walk humbly with your God. Brethren, how can we fully give ourselves to Yahuwah Abba? You know, what we read is about Yahuwah's requirement from his people. What do we often think of and ask ourselves when we approach the presence of Yahuwah God? Just like what is recorded in the verse, we ask ourselves, okay, what can we bring to Yahuwah? What offering should we give to him? Because we want to honor him. Because when you approach the presence, for example, of a president, or perhaps a king of a monarchy, or an important person, a dignitary, we want to make sure we have proper gifts, right? Because we want to honor this person we're going to meet. How much more when it comes to Yahuwah, our God? However, what do we need to understand about Yahuwah God? He created it all, right? The power and majesty of Yahuwah. If you, if you saw the video that we presented, Yahuwah God is almighty, the wonders of his creation, by simply breathing, by simply speaking, creation was made. The universe and all its stars were, give, were given birth to. The power of Yahuwah is almighty. And because of that, the truth of the matter is, there's nothing we can give that he needs. Right? I mean, what can we give to Yahuwah God that he needs? However, there's something that Yahuwah God wants. What is that? What does he want from us? If you notice the Holy Bible, Yahuwah says, this is what I require from you. That you walk humbly with your God. Isn't that amazing? It makes you ponder. How could God, who created all things with but a breath, want to walk with creatures like us? Do you know what that reveals? That reveals something more wonderful than the power of God's creation. Do you know what that reveals? It reveals the wonder and power and the depth of the love of God. It is by the love of God that we are invited to walk with him. Because when you think about this truth, brethren, who are we to walk with God? 
But Yahuwah God says, if we truly want to please him, we, we should take his invitation and walk with him throughout the Holy Scriptures. Ever since the very beginning, the Bible says, Yahuwah's eyes go from to and fro throughout the whole world, looking for people whose hearts are loyal to him. Because what Yahuwah wants are people who are willing to walk with him. Brethren, are you willing to walk with your loving God? Yes, brother, I want to walk with God. Because when you think about that, to walk with God, what other privilege is better than that? But how can we walk with God? What does that mean? Who is an example of one who walked with God? Let's read the book of Genesis 5, 21, 24. When Enoch had lived 65 years, he became the father of Methuselah. And after he became the father of Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, Enoch lived 365 years. Enoch walked with God. Then he was no more because God took him away. Who is an example of one who walked with God? What's his name? Enoch. Who was Enoch? He happens to be the great-grandfather of someone famous that you probably know about because he built a nice ark. What's his name? Noah. So Enoch um, became the father of Methuselah, Methuselah, Lamech. And then from Lamech, we have who? Noah. The great-grandfather of Noah. That was Enoch. But what? Do we need to know about Enoch? What made him special in the eyes of Abba? Bible says that Yahuwah Abba took him away. In other words, Enoch never died. Because when you read Genesis about the genealogies, about the patriarchs who lived so-and-so age, and then they died. The only one who did not die was who? Enoch. Why? Because Enoch was special to God. Enoch took him away. He did not experience death. And it makes you wonder what was special about Enoch. Why did God say, you're so special to me? You're not going to die. I'm going to take you away. Yehovah God says, the Bible says, Enoch walked with God. How long? For how long did Enoch walk with God for? 300 years. What can we see here? Yahuwah wants us to walk with him. What does it mean to walk with God? How was Enoch able to walk with God 300 years? Let's read the book of Hebrews 11, 5 down to 6. By faith, by faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commanded he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists. And that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. And so what does it mean? That Enoch walked with God. It simply means he lived his life pleasing to God. He pleased Yahuwah Abba. We need to do the same thing. There are people who live their life only to please themselves, right? But Enoch was different. He lived his life because he wanted to please God. You see, he gave himself to God. 
He sought his happiness in God. And so he lived his life to please Yahuwah Abba. That's what it means to walk in God. However, how can we please God? By having faith in him. As a matter of fact, it is impossible to please God without what? Without faith. It doesn't matter what works you do, what words you say or come from your lips. If you don't do it with faith, the Bible says it is impossible to please God. This is why throughout scripture, the Bible teaches us, tells us we need to walk by faith, not by sight. Because when we walk by sight, especially during these last days, we will be discouraged. But if we walk by faith, seeing the invisible God, we will be encouraged and strengthened in our faith. How can we recognize those who live by faith and walk by faith? Bible says, first of all, they believe that he exists and they earnestly seek him every day. They seek Abba because they want to be with Abba. That's what it means to walk with God. Number one, we must walk in faith. Besides walking in faith, how also can we walk with God? Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 6, observe the commands of Yahuwah your God, walking in his ways and revering him. How else can we walk with God? By observing the commands of Yahuwah our God. The truth is, every time God gives us a command, do you know what that means? It's basically an invitation. Walk with me. And so when we obey the commands of God, we walk with him. Hence, what do we need to do? What in what should we devote ourselves in doing? Studying, right? Understanding the commands of God. Because that's the instruction so that we can walk with Yahuwah, our God. Know the commands of God. Walk by the commands of God so that we can walk with him. Unfortunately, nowadays, what has the world done with the commands and the words of God? They have mocked the words of God. In fact, in the United States, they have even removed the word of God from their public education. Remember 1968? What happened in 1968? They took out the Bible from the public schools. What happened after that? Crime and violence and corruption. Yes, we may be increasing in knowledge. We may grow in science and technological endeavors, but we have become more and more violent. People have become more and more corrupt. Isn't this true? Because they have rejected the commands of our almighty God. As a matter of fact, because people have rejected the commands of God and rejected its power. Even religions have fallen by the wayside because they only emphasize the form of religion, but they reject the power of the word of God. This is why the world is becoming worse and worse. We're not surprised by 2020. And 2021 is probably going to be even worse. Why? Because people have rejected the word of God. Do you know to what the world today is likened to? Let's read what it says in the book of Genesis 6, 11 to 13, 8 to 9. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. God saw how corrupt the earth had become. 
for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. So God said to Noah, I'm going to put an end to all people, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth. But Noah found favor in the eyes of Yahuwah. This is the account of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time. And what does it say? He walked with God. Brethren, life today, the world today, to what is it likened to? It's likened to the people, likened to the time of the days of Noah. Do you still remember what Yahusha, our king, foretold? As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the Son of Man is about to come back. In other words, the closer we get to the end, the more we're going to be like during the days of Noah. Do we see similarities there? During the days of Noah, what did Yahuwah God find when he looked upon the face of the earth? Corruption, violence, and sin. When Yahuwah God looks upon the earth today, what does he see? Isn't it the same thing? Why? Because today is becoming more and more like it was during the days of Noah. And during the days of Noah, when God looked upon the world, what did he decide to do? Destroy it all. But he found favor in one man. What's his name? His name was Noah. What made Noah stand out? Bible says he walked with who? God. When the world walked in one direction, Noah became different. He did not copy the ways of the world. He was different from the world. Why? Because he gave value to the commands of God. Because to walk with God means to obey and live his life according to the righteousness and the words and commandments of our God. He was by himself. But Yahuwah God was with him. And that's all you need. Brethren, we're telling you right now, by committing yourselves to obey and live by the commands of Yahuwah God, you will be hated by the world. You'll be ridiculed and be mocked by the world. But do not be alarmed. Because if Yahuwah God is with us, if we're walking with Yahuwah God, that's all that matters. Look what happened to Noah. He and his family were the only ones spared when Yahuwah God judged the world by means of a universal flood. And so to walk with God, number one, walk in faith. Number two, walk by obeying the commands of God. Number three, how else can we walk with God? Psalms 16, 8 and 11 I am always aware of Yahuwah's presence. He is near and nothing can shake me. You will show me the path that leads to life. Your presence fills me with joy and brings me pleasure forever. How else can we walk with God when we acknowledge, when we are aware of Yahuwah's presence in our life? Because after all, how can we walk with God if we are not aware or are thinking about the one we're walking with? This is why, brothers and sisters, we want you to always think about Yahuwah our God. When was the last time we thought about Yahuwah God? Do we only think about God when we have a worship service like this? 
that is unfortunate because Jehovah God does not want that we, we honor him just in this one worship service. What he wants is for us to honor him by thinking about him all the time. Just like what King David said, I'm always aware of Yahuwah's presence. We always think of our God. That's how we walk with him. We walk with him when we walk with faith. When we walk by means of the commands of God. And when we walk aware of the presence, the presence of Yahuwah Abba. And you know, that's very important. Especially now. Why do we say especially now? Because brethren, soon we're going to enter a new year. Do you think it's going to be better? Or do you think it's going to get worse? It might get worse. As a matter of fact, it's likely to get worse. And so when we face a new year with its new set of unprecedented challenges, what do we need more than ever? The presence, the presence of Yahuwah Abba. When we live, when we walk in the presence of Yahuwah our God, what shall we be able to do? What are the blessings that come with it? The Bible says, you will show me the path that leads to life. Brethren, in 2021, we will need the guidance of God all the more. There will be many false prophets, false ideas. We need all the more to depend on the guidance of God. What else does the presence of Yahuwah provide? Bible says nothing can shake me. Even if the world collapses, even if there are earthquakes and typhoons and calamities, even when there are sicknesses so that people die on your left and right, Bible says nothing will shake me when we stand in the presence of God. Not only that, do you see the last part? Your presence fills me with what? Joy. Even when we don't have anything left but Yahuwah, we still have joy. Because for us, the presence of Yahuwah is all that we truly want. The presence of God is what we need. Without the presence of God, brethren, we will fall. Without the presence of God, brethren, we will stumble and we will lose our faith. For us to overcome what the world will bring in the year to come and the years to come. What we need more than anything is to be in the presence of Yahuwah our God. That's the only way for us to overcome the world. How was this proven? Who's an example of one who went through so many testings to the point that he was about to give up his faith. And then what happened to him? Let's read all about him. The book of Psalms 73, 2, 13 and 14. But I had nearly lost confidence. My faith was almost gone. Is it for nothing then that I have kept myself pure and have not committed sin? Oh, God, you have made me suffer all day long. Every morning, you have punished me. Brothers and sisters, what we read there is about a man, a servant of God, a child of God. You know who wrote that song? His name was Asaph. Not many people know about Asaph, but he was one of the writers of the Psalms. A servant of God, a child of God. And he's speaking candidly here. He's speaking from his heart here. Because he's looking around him. There are wicked people who are prospering. And he's looking at himself. 
And he said, my faith is almost gone. I lost, I almost lost my confidence. Why did he say his faith was almost gone? Why did he say he almost lost his confidence? Because of the sufferings that he was experiencing all day long. To the point that he's thinking and saying to himself, perhaps God is punishing me. What did he say when he was enduring all these sufferings? He even said, is it for nothing then that I have kept myself pure and have not committed sin? Brothers and sisters, if we're going to be honest, many of us are like Asaph. There comes a point in time during days of suffering when we may be even losing hope and losing faith and say to ourselves, what's the point? Asaph almost lost his faith because of the unbearable suffering that he faced day by day in his life. But then something happened that changed his life forever. What was that? Let's read the book of Psalms. We read 73, 13 to 14. Let's read 23 to 26. Yet I always stay close to you. And you... Hold me by the hand. You guide me with your instruction. And at the end, you will receive me with honor. What else do I have in heaven but you? Since I have you. What else? What else could I want on earth? My mind and my body may grow weak. But God is my strength. He is all I ever need. Asaph went through suffering every day. He did his best to keep himself holy. He began to question his faith. He even said, I almost lost my faith. But he did not give up. You notice what he said in verse 23. Yet I always stay close to you. Amidst the suffering, he kept looking for God. Amidst the suffering, he kept praying to God. Even if. Sometimes he felt God was not listening to him. He said, yet I always stay close to you. He did not give up. And then one day, something happened to him. While he was looking for God, what did God do? God took hold of his hand. One of the most beautiful passages in all of scripture. Person was about to give up hope. Person who is in fear. And all of a sudden, somebody takes his hand and holds it tightly. That is what happened to Asaph. When Yahuwah God took hold of his hand, it changed him forever. In fact, there was a cry in his heart that he put on paper. What was that? He said, what else? What else do I have in heaven but you? Since I have you, what else could I want on earth? That is the cry of his heart. You see, he felt what it was like to be in the presence of God when at that instant he held his hand. Brothers and sisters, when he felt the presence of Yahuwah God holding his hand, what became of his conviction? He said, my mind and my body may grow weak, but God is my strength. He is all 
I ever need. That was his conviction. In other words, he finally was able to give himself to God. And he sought his happiness in Yahuwah God. This is what we also need to do. Brethren, in just a few moments, we're going to finish our worship service today. A few days, we're going to face and enter a new year. I don't know what is in store for this year to come. How many more earthquakes will devastate the land? What kind of diseases will be experienced by people? News is there's a new strain, a mutation of COVID-19. We don't even know what is out there. We don't know how many more people are going to lose their jobs. We don't know what kind of violence, corruption is out there. We don't know what calamities and dangers are we going to be facing. But the one thing we need to be assured of, brethren, before we leave this year, 2020, and enter 2021, let's make sure that Yahuwah Abba is holding on to our hand. Because if Yahuwah Abba is walking with us, holding us by the hand, the one thing we're sure of is we will be able to receive what he has planned for each one of us. And so before we conclude our worship service today, what should we do? What should we do before we conclude our gathering? The book of Jeremiah 29, 11 to 14. I alone know the plans I have for you. Plans to bring you prosperity, not disaster. Plans to bring about the future you hope for. And you will call to me. You will come and pray to me. And I will answer you. You will seek me. And you will find me because you will seek me with all your heart. Yes, I say you will find me. Brethren, before we conclude our worship service today, what should we do? Let us find God. Let us seek God. Before we say our congregational prayer today, why not look for him now? Because we want to be able to grab onto his hand and never look back. How must we look for God so that we will find him? Bible says, you will seek me, you will find me. Because you will seek me with all your heart. Why are we sure that if we will seek God with all of our heart, we will find him? Because he wants to be found by us. The truth is, if Yahuwah God wishes not to be found, there's nothing we can do. We will not be able to find him. But Yahuwah God is telling us in verse 14, yes, I say, you will find me. God is telling us if we will look for him, if we will look with all of our heart, we will find him. This is a promise of Yahuwah God. And so before we conclude this worship service, go find him, brethren. We will give you the opportunity now. Before we stand as a congregation, why not look for him? Once you find him, why not pray to him? Why not say to him what is in your heart? Why not say to loving Abba, Abba, I love you so much. 
This life has been difficult, yes. But I can endure all of it if you are with me. Once you find Abba, why not show him your hand and say to him, Father, please, hold on to my hand. And if possible, never let go of it. Our God is many things. But the one thing that we can see again and again, even more amazing than his omnipotent power, is his amazing love for each and every one of us. It makes us even wonder, why does God, even mindful of us, who are we? But God does love us. And so brethren, why not say a prayer to him? Why not ask him for what you need in this life? Why not ask him for his fellowship in the year that is to come? And why not say to him, Father, no matter what happens, what makes me happy is when you will walk with me. Because when Abba walks with us, holding us by the hand, it doesn't matter how dark the world is. doesn't matter what's happening in the outside. Like what Asaph said. Who do I have in heaven but you? So long as I have you, I have all that I need. Let us walk with God, brethren. Walk with him. It's what he wants from each one of us. Let us stand and we shall praise our Abba together. Yahuwah Abba. Yes, Father. Many people are aware of your amazing power, your greatness, your omnipotence is known by people of all ages. Yes, with but a word, you created all things. Yes, Father. 
We are in awe and reverence by your power. But Father, what amazes us even more is the depth of your love for us. How can we ponder your unfailing love? How can we praise you enough for what you have done for your people? We cry to you, and you were mindful of us. It's even recorded in Scripture that you collect our tears in your bottle. Father, why? Who are we? We are but sinners before you. We feel so helpless because there's really nothing we can do to be able to repay you. Father, we want to honor you. We thank you so much. How wonderful it is. How amazing it is. To hear from you today that you desire for us to walk humbly with you. Thank you for your invitation. We want to be with you always, especially as we prepare for the year that is ahead. We don't know what to expect. We don't know what will happen. But what we want and desire more than anything is that you will walk with us. You have taught us how we can do that. We will walk by faith. We will think of you. We will seek you by faith because we want to be with you. And so we beg you beginning now, take hold of our hand, walk with us and guide us, help us to feel your presence, that we can endure all things. The truth is, loving Abba, there are many things that we can endure, but what we will never be able to endure is if you will leave us to be by ourselves. Please do not do that. So we take this opportunity now as brothers and sisters in faith, as your sons and daughters, we beg you now, never leave us. Even for a moment, we will be crushed for sure. Sustain us with your abiding presence. We need you every day. We need you every moment. Teach us to walk by faith. Teach our loved ones to do the same. Our children, oh Father, growing up in the world of violence and corruption, we will do our best to teach them, but only you can penetrate their hearts. You have power to soften their hearts. Even our loved ones who were not with us in this faith. Father, we beg you because there's still opportunity to change. Knock on the doors of their hearts. Please, Father, strengthen them. Bless them with this desire to love you more than anyone. To love you more than anything. Father, it has been proven in our life. When you are with us, when we can feel your presence, 
Father, we are able to say there's nothing else we need. You and you alone are enough for your people. Yahushua, Yahushua, our king, our chief shepherd. We approach you as well. You are the throne of grace. Thank you for shepherding us. Thank you for attending to us. When we were sick, you healed us. Abba has given you to us. Who are we to deserve that? The greatest blessing Abba has given us is the gift of yourself as our head king and chief shepherd help us to be like you in this life that we live may it reflect your love and your holiness please strengthen our faith and heal us heal us please of all our afflictions father we have suffered much But there's so much joy in our hearts. Joy that nothing and no one can ever quench. This is your gift to us. And so we thank you. We thank you. We honor you. Not only today, but forever. Because we have given ourselves to you. And we will walk humbly with you. That is a great honor for us. That's a great honor for us. Permit us to walk beside you. Permit to be with you in the rest of our journey that we may receive you to be with you in your heavenly place. We ask and beg everything, loving Father, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen. Amen.